This is Chris from Houston, and you're listening to Drunkards United. Come on, you iron. Chris, don't jump off the bridge, man. Stay, stay with us. Be strong. It'll be okay. But, uh, Sammy, good news. Uh, the cough is going away. Good. Finally. Bad news. The voice is going away. <laughs> but you know what? I had a little conversation today with Big Dunk. He told me what to fucking do. I'm putting on a blue armband, and I'm getting fucking stuck in. Let's start the show! Hello and welcome to the Drunker United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the, I guess, slightly relieved Samuel Graham? Yeah. I mean, yes. 10 minutes of excitement, right? Yeah, we had, uh, it was a tale of 60 and 30. <laughs> 60 shite minutes and 30 good ones. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So. Very good. Well, we got a lot to fucking cover today, don't we? We do. Yeah, we do. So uh, we're recording at Studio H just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. As always, please uh, subscribe, rate where you can, and review where you can. And, of course, the thing everybody can do is make sure you share with your friends. You know, we see Taylor doing it all the time on Facebook. We see uh, Chef Bentley doing it on Twitter all the time. So everybody just keep sharing. That's uh, that's big for us. And uh, trust me, little by little, it helps the show. Our numbers are growing steadily, and it's you guys doing what you do. Now, uh, should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Sammy, why don't you tell the good people how they can get in touch? Sure. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, we are at Show, and then dfootballshow at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Excellent. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we're going to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sam, we're going to revisit a whiskey that we had um, from season one, one of our very early, early episodes. But it's, uh, it's a damn fine whiskey and it's worth revisiting. What are we drinking tonight? All right, so we've got the Journeyman Distillery's Buggy Whip Wheat. Uh, comes in at 90 proof. Um, it is organic uh, from Three Oaks, uh, Michigan. Uh, is just across the, uh, one of the Great Lakes from uh, old Chicago. There. Yeah, basically draw a line. It's on the other side in Michigan. Yep. Um, all locally sourced uh, raw product to make this whiskey. Uh, it's also kosher uh, if you need something for the high holidays there. Um, it's a wheat whiskey that received a 94 in Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible two years ago, and you can find it for forty four ninety nine to forty nine ninety nine on the shelf. Yeah, these guys, uh, they make just about everything. Um, it's an old, uh, the reason why I like that this is called Buggy Whip Wheat, it's an old corset and whip factory from uh, pre-Prohibition. The owner of the establishment actually happened to be a staunch prohibitionist. So kind of funny that there's now a distillery there. Yeah. Um, but it's distillery restaurant and it's all self-sufficient and, uh, they do weddings there and stuff. I, I went, I went there a couple of years ago and it's a great place, but this wheat whiskey, wheat isn't, you know, wheat's the blending grain, you right. know, it's normally goes into the weeders when we talk about, you know, weeded bourbons, right. And, right. A la, a la maker's, maker's mark, mark. Yep. right. That would be a weeder or even the Van Winkle collection. Those are all weeders as well. Right. Um, but wheat, it's just not one that normally gets made on its own. When it does, it tends to be very, very light. This is not light. This whiskey lets you know you're drinking whiskey, yeah. but it still has the subtleness that a wheat should have, and right. that nice, soft sweetness to it. And it's just really, really lovely. Um, uh, behind the curtain, this is one of my 10 all-time favorite whiskeys, so I just really wanted to revisit it again. And it's one that I can say to anybody, you see it on the shelf, go fucking buy a bottle because you will not be disappointed in it. Yeah. It's a damn fine whiskey. Really is. All right, kids, let's do this. Are we uh 
we're gonna go over the oh, that's right. live show. Jesus, we're a week away. Less I know than six days from today. I know this Sunday, Sammy, at, that's uh, it. at Monument Brewing, Drunkard United. Doing a live show. Live and drunk. Up close and drunk. Up close and drunk. Up close and drunk. Up close and drunk. Yes. Yeah. It's good if you know the title which, of your own show. Which we will be. Yes. <laughs> More than we, likely. Yeah. Quite. Thank you. Um, went up and saw uh, Simeon the other day and did the final walkthrough. We've it got is everything. a wonderful space. Isn't it? It smells so good. It's awesome. And do you know what's right next door? Uh, Urban Axes. Yup. Yeah. Axe throwing. Yep. Yes. My wife's going to get drunk and throw axes. Fuck yeah. Yep. And I'm going to leave the area and go find myself an alibi because if something <laughs> happens to her, I do not wish to be blamed for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, so 15th will be there from uh, 8:45 until about three. Um, watching, we'll have Spurs and uh, Wolverhampton. I think they. Yep. It is, Spurs and Wolves on one TV, no sound. The other TV will be Everton Man United. That game starts at nine, so make sure you're there on time. Um, and we'll be watching the game with everybody. We'll record a little bit before, a little bit at halftime, a little bit after. Uh, we'll play some games with people. You might find yourself on mic, uh, which which uh, could be pretty cool. Um, that ask us some questions. We'd joke around. You know, we'll be walking around having banter with everybody. Of course, um, there'll be some giveaways. There might be some T-shirts for sale. Uh, so it'll be it'll be a fun time. Monument will have beers uh, to buy, of course, so we can watch the game and drink. Yep. Um, and. You could see us do what we do best, even though we still only do that mediocre. And if you let Alan have a mic, he won't give it back. Well, that's probably true too. Yeah, he he is we, a he is a bully like yeah, that. Yeah, he'll just take it. He's a, he's a subtle bully, Alan. So we're gonna do uh, we're gonna <laughs> do Pictionary, subtle. where you have to draw, and Sam and I have to figure out what you're doing. Yeah, uh, we're also going to do. Um, Name that tune, Entrance Edition. Entrance so, music, yeah. And it's not going to be something simple like You'll Never Walk Alone. We're going to actually do some kind of tougher ones. So yep. uh, learn up on your uh, on your entrance music. And, uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. We have uh, pretty good response from people coming out, and I'm just excited to meet people and try doing a live show for once. Yeah, it should be, should be great fun. He's got an outfit all picked out. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll probably be in something very like, similar to this. He's got it like laid out and pressed, and he's so proud of himself. That's great. Yeah, That's well, a good thing. Well, one of us, one of us needs to have style. I one time when I was really young, one time, I had a basketball game. It was on a midweek. It was a makeup because for some reason the gym was locked uh, on the weekend, and um, <laughs> I got home from school. Game wasn't until seven o'clock at night, seven thirty at night. I got home from school right at two uh, in those days when we got out. I got dressed for my game. At two o'clock, and just sat there. Everyone made fun of me in yeah. my entire family. Yeah, I just sat there ready to go. I had my wristbands on and headband on ready already at yeah. two fifteen. Come on, admit it. You love the fact that I went out and bought a blue armband that's pretty today. Good. Right? I didn't. He didn't tell me about it. He said just be ready to record. That's him while yeah. He's at the beginning. That's pretty good. We'll have to take one more photo in front of the screen with me. With the, <laughs> hey, so real quick, also uh, in the build up to uh, our live show, I did promise Monument I was going to drink one of their beers on every show. Absolutely. What beer are you drinking uh, so today? So I've got one. I've got Monument City's Waterways, um, which is one of their seasonals. Uh, it is a West Coast style uh, double IPA um, with notes of pine and citrus. Excuse me. Uh, comes in at eight and a half uh, percent ABV. So, nice. um, great little beer. Uh, and there's gonna. I think there's. They have nine or ten on draft um, at the at the brewery for Sunday. So we should be. Uh, we should be all boozed up. They don't have food though. Right. So bring yourself a snack or 
like it's your own There's responsibility to get yourself home. There's some places that will deliver there. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, we got and Postmates goes there. We yep. got the food list. They'll have menus there available. Oh, awesome! Yeah, but just yeah, as always, as I, as I like to say, in this time on time, and especially on Sunday, because we will not be responsible for your asses. Please. Drink responsibly. Oh my God! How about that? It was organic too, like, like so that? natural. I well know. done, sir. Well Thanks. done. Thanks. All right. Thanks, so, guys. so typically we would, you know, you you open with, you know, kind of the bigger games. But no, what we're going to open with, all three of us lost in the midweek. That's what we're going to go ahead and open with. Um, some of us Hi. have a second shot to do. Um, okay, I'm going to protest this one because <laughs> I don't want to have. I'm 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 doing two shots for the Leicester game because we played well against Chelsea. I mean, come on, it's freaking Chelsea. All right. So what I need you, I'm going to protest, is the use of your mouth talking right now. So I'm going to need you to produce a mute button. Go ahead and press that down, please. Thank you. Which one? I don't. I can always forget which button to press. Walking all over my fucking intro. Brighton two. Arsenal 1, Chelsea 2, Aston Villa 1, Liverpool 5, Everton 2. Let's go ahead and start off. That doesn't off. sound like a real score. <laughs> Let's, um, you know what? It, less, less about Everton, more about Liverpool. Liverpool's been looking for it in, in need of a convincing win. They got the convincing oh, win. Oh, yeah. They made a big statement. Big statement with backups against your crosstown rival. Boom. Yeah, I mean, Boom. They, they I mean had, that's huge. That's fucking huge for Liverpool. Was that Origi, Lalana, and Shakiri all started? Yeah. Uh, and no Mosala. Origi, two goals, and Shakiri, one. Yep. I mean, it's like Origi's only good against Everton and in the Champions League. That is exactly it. it. <laughs> that is all find, Origi is good it's, at. It's really strange. But yeah, two goals from him. Both of them pretty well taken as well. Um, and But Mane, I thought, was probably their most dangerous player. I mean, he, he was. Consistently ripping you guys apart. Oh, he could have had a hat trick himself. Uh, the 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 uh, passes that he was like the one he laid off to Shakiri and the one he laid off to uh, Origi on the first goal. Were they, great. they were just sick. And then his finish was excellent. And uh, I mean, uh, uh, if you want to point something out at Everton, really point a finger and kind of yell and scream. That was now. Granted, it's Liverpool are professionals who did it very well. But that was some grade school shit out there. It was literally balls over the top. Yep. And you have a Colombian international, an English international, and a former English under 21 national that all started and have played in international matches that cannot figure out a ball over the top. Yeah. They're all a foot taller than Sadio Mane, and they can't figure out a ball over over the fucking top. Yeah. Michael Keane was literally responsible for the first four, go- four goals. He scored one. He gave. He was responsible for the three that were scored. Right. I just did say. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, Jordan Pickford, I think, for Mane's goal, could have done a little bit better. Uh, Pickford for Origi's goal could have done a little bit, but the first one, uh, he, came he, out, he came out. Wait, he, it just called himself a no man's land, yeah. It, it, say it a million times, as a keeper, if you come out, the only reason why you're coming out is because you're going to end up with the ball. Right. If you don't think you're going to end up with the ball, stay on the fucking line. Yeah. You're you're better suited to try to stop to be a shot stopper. Yeah. That's I mean that's you know something De Gea does very well. He'll he'll forego coming out, and he'll make a make a stop on the line. Now he gets beat t- at times too, but he knows what his weakness is, so he doesn't fucking play into it. Absolutely. I've got one question for you. 
and you know how I feel about this. I don't condone cheating. Mm-hmm. I don't condone shithousery all the time. Why are you winking? But if you're, <laughs> but if you're losing four one at halftime or four two at halftime, why? Uh, and then give up another goal in the second half. Why was there only two yellow cards? Yeah. Where um, was the fight? Where was the just the pride? It's a derby at that. You need to get stuck and galvanize the team. Somebody's got to hit somebody and try to slow that up. Because because their coach didn't empower them to do so. They didn't want to do it for their for that coach. And subsequently, that coach got fired the next you day. You got to do it for yourself. It's a derby. At, at some point, and you flattered to get back into it. You flirted think, with the idea of getting back into the game twice, and then it just never came to fruition. I, but why throw the studs on somebody and t- turn around and say, "Get your fucking head out of your ass"? Uh, I would say <laughs> that they were just too deflated by that point, and also I think some of that they left on the field the prior weekend against Leicester because that was the game that they really went all out and right. then lost it right at the end. I think the minute that quick goal came, I mean, what was it, six minutes in with when Origi scored? Yeah, I think so, something like I, that, yeah. I think that just a little pin-pop in the balloon, and the air just started coming out slowly. Right. There was just nothing left. Um, yeah, the <clears throat> little bit of fight, at least. There was a couple of goals. Nice to see Richarlison get a yet another header. Um, seems to be uh, enjoying. This new thing, yeah. Yeah, it's Hulk smash headers from uh From, from Richarlison. Richarlison, yeah. I think, was this one the one that kind of hit his shoulder? <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Al. still came off him with some pace. Uh, you know, ultimately, good on Liverpool. You needed a convincing win. You got the convincing win. It came at exactly the right time. Uh, Everton, it's post mortem now. We're mo- we've moved on. You know, now what are we going to be after that? That's what it really comes down to. Right. Uh, you guys, the the fuck, poor, just poor. We were pitiful. Uh, we were out possessed by Brighton at home. I mean, I get it, Graham Potter's teaching a more expansive offensive team, but you're fucking Arsenal. Yeah. that's. I don't really... We almost got doubled up on shots. I think they, they were up 7-4 on, on shots. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't really have words for that, and uh, you'd think there'd be a new manager bounce, but there wasn't. No, still. Um, no, there was a draw uh, and a loss uh, up until the weekend, which obviously we'll come on to in the second half of the show. But something's got to change. These players that don't seem to give a shit, something has to change. Um, and it needs to be soon. Some <laughs> Apparently, Aubameyang has stopped contract talks uh, and negotiations on extending his deal. Why should he extend his deal? Well, exactly. I don't blame him one bit, to be honest with you. But... Guy wants yes. to play Champions League ball. He deserves to. Yes, Emery's tactics were garbage, and I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the players have to look at themselves in the mirror and figure out what it means to wear that shirt and what it means to them. And if it doesn't mean that much, then fuck off somewhere else. Yeah. Put in a transfer request to get the fuck out because watching them just not give a shit is killing me. It sucks. Yeah, now um now to to Brighton, you put in a good shift, man. You went to a very hard stadium and you you looked good and you ran and you ran a storied club off the field. Oh, that also capped off our worst run since 1977. 42 yeah. fucking years. Yeah. It was our worst run. Yeah. Uh, we were winless in 9 <coughs> after that game. 
Um, I uh, agree with uh, Melissa looking at the uh, Chelsea uh, Villa match. They, you know what? I'm sorry, what? You should, yeah, you should mark what, that on what, the calendar. What, what? I'm yeah. writing it down. All right, 15. All right. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. I think um, you just found the title of this week's show, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For once, I agree with Melissa. <laughs> that might be the Easter egg <laughs> at the end. So the, it, you went to the bridge and you lost two to one. You played your ass off. Oh, yeah. You were down one nothing. You tied it. You lost. I like. It was a noble game. It, it's a game. It's. It was a noble effort. It's a game you're going to probably lose. They deserve orange you, slices and juice boxes after <laughs> oh, that. Oh, stop one. that! I don't know what Trezeguet's goal was though. I don't know <laughs> he headed it onto his own foot, and it fell in the back of the net somehow. You know, <laughs> we've all had those oopsie moments. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But yeah, no, I mean. The way Chelsea's playing at the moment, I mean, the West Ham result seems to be just a blip um, at the, at this stage. Obviously, we'll come on right. to Not what happens later. Weekend. And let's face but it, Trezeguet will be the least embarrassing Villa player of the week. Could, very, very. Yeah, yeah let's very we'll true. get on to the other game later. Very I've got true. thoughts. <laughs> so uh, it was always going to be tough. Um, Chelsea pretty much dominated the game uh, in terms of possession and and everything else, but Villa. I worry about their defense, man. As as for as good as Tyrone Mings is, I would worry about the rest of that defense leaking goals like fucking crazy. Uh, especially and, as we get on to this right. weekend. Yep. And they've got a negative six goal differential following this weekend. Yeah. Um, and they're only a point, maybe two points above the relegation zone. Yeah. So they get sucked into that fight. We it's going to be a dogfight to get out. We and got I, really lucky with where all the other games landed, too, though. They're well, yeah. But the the other piece of that is is they're starting to struggle to score goals. You're finding other people pop up with stuff, right? Horahan here or there. Yeah. Grealish here or there. Um, Trezeguet now has scored a few. Where's Wesley? Uh, You know what I'm saying? We'll get to that They need a center forward that's going to consistently score goals, and they need to tighten up at the back. Um, Considering last year they had Tammy Abraham when they were in the championship. Exactly. And Abraham was a 20-goal scorer for him. Yep. Exactly. So I I would worry about them getting sucked in this relegation fight pretty quickly. All right, kids. Well, then let's uh, finish this segment with a uh, shot of Malort. There we go. One more for you, Sammy. All right. Toasted like I don't know. I think I'm it depends. No, I'm no. Yeah, the through, through the magic of radio, I was going to clink glasses with you. You were going to clink glasses with him. I was going to clink glasses with you to give the illusion that Sam and I just toasted. Oh, I but then it. you added an extra one because you know. I pulled back the curtain. Because you know a mute button. Let's do this. Oh, none to the house there, Melissa. Nope. Uh, the rest of the top four get wins, and we also had ourselves a Jose Derby. Yeah. Leicester City 2, Watford 0, Man City 4, Burnley 1, Manchester United 2, Tottenham 1. Um, Watford made it tough, but ultimately Leicester got the win. It was fairly straightforward. Vardy fucking thought. scored again. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a physical match, but at, at the end of the day, there'll be more to talk about these two clubs later so let's just i mean leave it at that just for the sake of the fact that we got to talk about 20 games i do want one quick thing about watford sure one very quick thing about watford i just have to make sure i have this stat absolutely correct but i'm 99 percent sure that i do uh watford have had more managers than they have wins this season yes (laughs) 
That's an outstanding statistic. Yeah. They've only had one win. So technically, they had more managers it's last so, week before they so fired Kike Sanchez Flores. Mm. But now they've had triple the amount of uh, managers as they have wins on the year. Yeah, the way you phrase it makes it sound so dramatic. Yeah. I love it's it. It's so bad. So um, City puts the boots to um, puts the boots to Burnley. Uh, that's a couple years in a row now at Turf Moor that City has put the boots to Burnley. Well, we always think of Turf Moor being such a fortress. Um, looking back at their record against the top six at home, actually isn't that good. And they've actually shipped a fair amount of goals when the likes of Liverpool show up, when Arsenal shows up, when um, when Chelsea goes there, Tottenham, are uh, another team obviously this this past weekend. Um, but yeah, they're, something's just going awry at Burnley at the moment. I don't know what it is. Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes look like shit, yeah. um, making schoolboy mistakes and just frankly just, you know, Low light, real gaffes. So uh, the Palace game uh, minus out. They got a couple of three nothings just before that. So it seems like Burnley's beating the teams they need to beat and losing to the teams they're supposed to lose to. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like this is a perfectly, you know, tenth, eleventh place team through and through. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. They. Um. But the, I, I also think the one nil halftime score was kind of flattering to Burnley as well. I think City really just dominated this match. Yeah, which is exactly what we expected City to, to do. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, now let's get to um, let's get to the Jose Derby. Um, Tottenham losing. Um, uh, you know what a great game though. It was a great game to watch, wasn't and it? A dar- especially with everything surrounding Jose Mourinho, you would expect a little bit of like park the bus mentality. We're going to make it difficult for them just so I can get one over on them. Yeah, personally, it was end to end stuff. Yeah, everybody had chances. I think Gazaniga will be uh, mostly blamed. Oh, he should have um, that. He should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Rashford did well. He made it skip just before the goalkeeper, which is what you're taught to do. You know, have it skip off the off right. the ground right in front of him, which makes it a little bit more difficult. But it should have been pretty routine. Still the near post, in my opinion. Yeah, it should have been pretty routine. Near near post shouldn't be a goal. Right, near and, post uh, should be a save 100 percent of the time. If it isn't, it is the keeper's fault and a discussion. Uh, obviously, Rashford got the second from uh, from the uh, penalty spot, um, and yeah, it, Rashford was on fire. Yeah, I two goals. Obviously, hit the crossbar, forced Gazanig into two other saves. He was on fire. I have he, it he to, looks like he's growing into that role. I have it to mention in the uh, in the next round of games when we talk uh, about yeah. this the the Manchester Derby. It's Rashford has embraced the new role. Absolutely. He's, He's out and out the number nine. He wants to run this team. He wants to be the goal scorer. He wants the pressure on him. And, you know, as long as he has the cast around him, it's it's imperative. Well, that's the thing. We saw him drop off when Martial was out injured. Because I don't think he's an out-and-out center forward. I think he does really well running off of a point man. And Martial has kind of been more of a point man uh, this season. And he's also embraced that role, uh, getting a goal this weekend as well, uh, yeah. as we'll come on to. But a... Um, you know when they're when they're together, that's some vintage United counterattacking uh, this this past week. So speaking of um, the uh, you know the right people being in place, um, Jose made a joke about McTominay and the in the post conference, right? You right. know how important McTominay was. Blah blah blah. I'm sorry, McTominay's fucking important. No, I don't know that it was a joke. Remember, Jose yeah. Mourinho gave Scott McTominay player of the season, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he started four games for United that year. 
uh, and made like three other substitute appearances and gave him the player of the season. All right, just <laughs> you, 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 we saw when it was Fred and Pereira. Yeah. And then we saw what happened when it was McTominay and Fred. Fred can't do it himself. He needs to be the support piece. And McTominay has worked for him. Like it just it just clicks. McTominay yeah, makes a huge fucking difference in that lineup. It's, I mean, it's it's an odd thing to say. It's weird to look at, but it's the absolute truth. He makes a huge difference. Yeah, and I I wonder is he English? <laughs> Scottish. He's Scottish. Okay. All right, well then that mutes what I was going to say. Okay. So fuck it, move on. <laughs> All right. Well then we will. <laughs> Rounding out the rest of the midweek in oh so that happened. Palace one, Bournemouth nil, Wolves two, West Ham nil, Southampton two, Norwich one, Newcastle two, Sheffield nil. Um by the way, Sammy, you always say Palace aren't winning at home. Palace have been winning at home this season. Yeah, I know, and this fucked my midweek bet. <coughs> yeah, don't worry, my midweek bet uh, flopped too. So. Yeah, I had Bournemouth winning this one. Um, and it really, there's not a lot to talk about in this game, to be honest with you. It's really bad from Bournemouth because Palace went down to 10 men after 19 minutes. Um, <coughs> despite winning the ball, uh, Sacco got sent off straight red for a very high challenge, catching studs up. Um, I can't remember who he hit now, but he got someone on the knee. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was pretty, flew into a tackle following a bad touch on a throw-in, flew into a tackle, got the ball away, cleared right. the ball, but his studs coming through on the follow-through hit just above the knee um, on, the, on the player that he was, he was going up against. I've got to say, it seems like Palace is going to be safe. Like, yeah. No, Palace I, I, might even, Palace could stick around, especially with the parity that the league has had so far this season. Yep. Palace could find themselves in a top-ten finish. They yeah, really could. Absolutely. Um, they're, what, what I think about Palace now that's been different from previous seasons, I think they're a little bit more comfortable and organized. I yeah. think with Wilfred Zaha's head being turned again in the summer, I think Palace is starting to figure out we can't only play through him. Yeah. So other... Uh, uh, Jordan Ayew's uh, doing Jordan a great Ayu's job been, up top. Been, He's been doing a very goals. good job up top. Yeah, Benteke was, was for a few games playing very well in that point position, had a couple of assists. Depth you in had, the midfield, um, too. I mean, yep. I mean, I know like they looked at when they got McCarthy from us. It was like, why do we get him? You know why you got him? Because he's going to play 10 minutes a game for you, and he's going to give your guys some fucking and relief. Sh- it and it up. Yeah, and it just absolutely you, just some depth. You mm-hmm. needed some depth. You have some depth. You're not completely at the mercy of uh, having to play kids when people are hurt. You know, you added some smart veteran presence with guys. I know yeah. I know Cahill's hurt, but and you add guys like Cahill that just help solidify the team. And absolutely. And just some experience to put their arms around some of the younger guys and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you also have, obviously, Milivojevic, Mr. Automatic from the penalty spot. You've got just everybody seems to be chipping in. Jeffrey Slip, I think it was his fourth or fifth yep. goal of the season. You have these people that are stepping up that are helping the cause, and they're grinding out these results. They didn't deserve to win that game. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit more about Bournemouth when we talk about their weekend game because it's kind of one collective thought. Um, moving on to uh, Wolves and West Ham. Um, now, today's result minus out. What I had written down for the notes originally is, you know, at times West Ham fans feel the sky is falling. In all actuality, this game, they played well. You went on the road to a like-wise opponent, right? You gave up a goal in the first half. You gave up a goal late. That's kind of what happens in the Premier League to teams around you. As long as you do that to them in your building, you're fine. 
Right. You're going to swap points with some of these types of teams, and they're going to have the upper hand when they're at home. Both keepers, I thought, played real fucking well. Patricio had a couple of world oh, beater really saves. Really good saves, yeah. You know, and it just, it, I mean, now to, today, again, and we'll get to, to that game with Arsenal later, but, you know, just looking at that on its own, you never want to lose, but there's worse losses. Absolutely. If you would have walked in there and got your ass kicked 5 nothing, and there was no inspiration, you'd be a little fucking upset. Absolutely. But the team played fairly well. They seem to be back to kind of responding to Pellegrini. The, it, you know, it's... You're gonna th- you're gonna lose to a good team in their building. It's what's gonna fucking happen. I, th- I think a lot of the confidence issues were kind of resolved when David Martin came in. Oh yeah, they look like they have a little bit more enthusiasm. Nothing. It doesn't always look like a last ditch last ditch tackle anymore. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, we can let a team have a shot and you know rest for a second. We can hmm. uh, let a team you know attempt to to do something and we have some confidence behind us. We don't have to and, go balls I mean, to the wall. We can contain a little bit more. And he was and, tree trunk on both goals. Uh-huh. He got caught tree trunk, which I mean, that's going to happen to an yeah. inexperienced keeper or at least, at least a veteran keeper that doesn't get a ton of playing time. That shit's going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, when you need him to be there, he was there for you. Right. And, and I the think goals that they scored were good fucking goals. You can't put Roberto back in. Uh, and I oh, think absolutely you, not. You stick with David Martin until Fabianski's fit. Yeah. And when Fabianski's fit, you'll be fine again. The only other concern I would have for West Ham is where has Sebastian Allaire been? Yeah. You ruined another striker. Congratulations, yeah. West Ham. Yeah. I'd like to see a way that they could figure out with uh, a two-striker system and let Antonio and uh, Sebastian Allaire play up top together. Yeah. You know, that kind of big man that takes up a lot of possession and then let Allaire kind of run around and be free off the ball. Allaire's not super fast though, but Antonio also isn't super fit. He gets gassed pretty quickly in games. True, and a lot of that comes down to how physical he is. He just he gets beaten up. Yeah, and he does a lot of beating up. I mean, he's a you know, but that takes a lot out of him. You know, by seventy minutes or so, he looked gassed. So uh, keeping the train rolling here, um, Norwich go up one nothing, and uh, Southampton storm back with two goals and get the two to one uh, win. The we're going to learn a lot about Southampton the rest of December. They play everybody that's around them. Yep. So they're either still going to be in the bottom three, and, and they are. Or they what could they, pretty and, much solidify yeah, their safety. They are what we think they are, or or they're going to get themselves out of it. Um, I Danny Ings wants to do it all by himself. That yeah. man's playing his fucking arse off. Absolutely. Um, I. Uh, this for me is more about Norwich and their their collapse yet again. They went up first and yeah. then fell apart yet again. Um, I don't know why no one's talking about Daniel Farkas' job, because they're going to sleepwalk themselves into relegation real fucking quick. Because they're because they beat City, they beat Everton, and they tied you. The, this and is a it's, massive, it's, massive six pointer. Those are the, yeah. those are bonus points. Yeah, all precisely. of those, including you, and they are lose, bonus points. And they lose every single six pointer. Yep, they lose every exactly. single six pointer. Exactly, and they're really going to need to find a way to shore up that defense. And and do something else, but I don't know why no one is talking about Daniel Farkas' job. Yeah, they, they should be because he's doing a piss poor job. They won't, and I think they're going down. I, I I legitimately do. I mean, nice run for him there, but I I have no confidence in yeah. them staying. Um, Newcastle, nice win at fucking at Bramall. Like yeah. that ain't easy to do. Uh, Bramall Lane's a tough place to go. They, uh, and as... they went in there and played ugly football against a team that likes to play ugly football, yeah. and they. A team that likes to have a, a boxing match and 
they punched him right in the fucking face. Well, and the win just before this one, <coughs> you had Miguel Amarone get his first assist finally. Yep. And then in this game, St. Maximon got his first goal. You mean the draw? The draw to City? That was a draw. Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It was a draw to City. I mean, but shit, their last three games, because the weekend game two was a win. So draw, win, win. That's oh, yeah. huge oh, big for time. Newcastle. Absolutely. Steve Bruce actually doing a decent job. And John Joe Shelby scoring again. Yeah. I mean, go figure. Yeah. Go fucking figure. There's actually a little bit of depth. You can remove uh, uh, Shelby and put in Longstaff whenever you need to, and vice versa. I mean, it's. They, 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 I completely thought they were gonna. I had them totally twentieth place going down. <laughs> I, I, I'll go ahead and say that now in my predictions. They were my dead last team, and it wasn't that I don't like Newcastle. It's just that I had no faith in the system that was gonna happen. Right, just no faith whatsoever. I'm with you. On to the weekend, Sammy. A tuple, a, a tuple, <laughs> a couple of top four sides found themselves with losses this weekend, one of which was a derby. Manchester United 2, Manchester City 1, Everton 3, Chelsea 1. What a fucking week for Manchester United. Hello and welcome back to the Premier League. Yeah, right? Um. This performance was the best they've had under Ole, uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, despite having only 30% of the ball. Actually, less than 30% of the ball. Yeah, less than, uh, less than 30%. But they outshot City 7-5. to Marcus Rashford tucking one home again. Uh, Ederson should have done much better with that. Yeah. Um, as he, I think, also should have done better with Martial's. Um, uh, Bernardo. Bernardo Silva? Yeah, giving away the penalty. Yeah. Ridiculously. I'm sorry. I was thinking about another goal. Rashford's was a pen and sent him the wrong way. Right, Ederson right, right. shouldn't have done better with anything. Right. But he did get beat on his near post by Anthony Martial. I wonder how much ridiculous. I wonder how much Ederson's worrying about his defense and not about the uh pipes around him. Has to be. Has to be something. He he's seeing stuff late or he's Stones pulled up lame in this game too. Yep. Yeah. So he's out again. And he without Laporte next to him looks a shell of himself as well. Yeah. He's not ready to lead that back line alone either. No, no. So I City something's going wrong at City. And Pep kind of some of his comments afterwards were kind of you that know was, that was my question. Is City broken? Yeah, something something's wrong. Absolutely. You, but a lot of it I think a lot of it comes down to that defense. Um, but keeping that intensity and that level for three fucking years in a row is something really difficult to do. Do you think this team now just turns its attention to uh, Champions League? Has to. Yeah, I th- I think it does. Absolutely has to. Because that's the one, it's like, okay, so you look at exactly what happened to Liverpool last year. You lose the league in a heartbreaking fashion, but at least you won fucking Champions League, and you can right. run around and go 6-6-6 six, six, six to everybody. Well, And, that, so, and that's the, the one thing that City... Once is that Champions League? Yeah, same thing as uh, well Chelsea with Roman a few years ago. It was the one thing like one. Thing there was a they, season yeah. where they were complete. They were, I think, they ended up finishing fifth, no sixth, but they made the Champions League again because they went out and won the fucking won Champions the fucking League. Champions. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Then they just went. This is it. This is what we care about. We care about Champions League, and that's all. Um, yeah, but United flying around, very committed performance. They. Outshot City because they got so many goddamn blocks in. The tackles were flying in from all over. This is and and they counterattacked brilliantly. It looked like the Manchester United of old. Again, Scott fucking McTominay. 
I yeah. mean, he makes a huge difference in the middle of that field. Fred played his ass off too. Yeah, in this I game. mean, well, again, again, he played I, very well this game. Fred is now you spent a lot of money on him, but you're Manchester United. That's what you're going to do. And right. I know the jury is still out on Fred, but for the most part, if I looked at what Fred's done so far this year, he's filled a role. Now it's a very expensive role, but he's filled a role. Absolutely. And if he's partnered with the right person, he gets tackles in. He makes a pass. He helps secure the defense. You know, I, when you spend the money you spend on him, you expect him to be amazing, right? right. But he's done the job you've asked oh, yeah, of him. It's, yeah. And it's just, just it's a lot of money for a squad player. You're absolutely right. right. But, you know, Paul Pogba gets hurt, and it's like, what the fuck are we going to do? And, I mean, frankly, the two of them together, if Pogba comes back, I kind of like the two of them together better. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know why but you like, put him in the team at this point. Right. right. Like, all Pogba d- is going to do is fuck with the fucking chemistry. All Everton needed was a hug. And that hug needed to come from the toughest son of a bitch to wear an Everton jersey. Big fucking dunk. I don't know if it was a hug. Here we go. That man was hugging and kissing everybody. It, no, I know, but I think in the dressing room prior to the game. Play a little Z cards. Hells yeah, we're going to play a little Z cards. I respect my marriage. What I think is, is, uh, it was probably like Fifty Shades of Grey in that dressing room beforehand with uh, Big Dunk just walking around choking and spanking people yeah. until they decided oh. to run out on the pitch like fucking madmen. They they played you, like they were scared of him, oh yeah. and I you, can't blame them. You heard him in the presser. You saw his program remarks, and it was very simple. I'm a man being asked to do a job today, and today we're going to go out there. We're going to face fucking Chelsea. And we're going to fucking kick him in the teeth. That is exactly what we're going to fucking do. We're going to do old school 4-4-2, 90s fucking football. We're going to let Chelsea have 70% of the fucking uh, game. We're going to take 30%. But you know what we're going to do? Outshot him again. We're going to make 37 fucking tackles. Yeah. The most in the Premier League this year. The most by Everton in 10 Fucking years since they had a crazy Scotsman in charge. Do I? Do <laughs> I expect crazy Scotsman? Do I expect this four four two? Do I expect it to work? No, it'll get figured out. It, yeah. it, but 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 that day, what they needed was a crowd that was fucking screaming and chanting and singing, and they needed players that every single one of them was going to run their ass off. Myself, I was. And they needed a psychopath like directing them. And I, I was watching it with um, the DC Toffees with our buddy John, and the two of us were together at Fado at seven thirty in the morning in DC, and we could tell who needed subs. Now it ended up being subs because of injuries, which doesn't help because we're already really thin. But those subs, we were like, yeah, Awobi has run his fucking dick off. There's nothing left in the tank. He needs to get off the pitch because there's just nothing left. Like, there's nothing. You know, and just Richarlison with another Hulk smash header. Fucking three in a row for him on his goals have been uh, that style of header. Fucking Calvert-Lewin found a way to score ugly goals as a striker. Fucking, dare I say, channeled his inner fucking dunk. You know? I think the whole team did. I I need to write that one down. Yeah. Dunk fucking hugging not one but two fucking ball boys. Well, after the was it the second goal that Everton scored when uh, when he picked up the one? Yeah, 
the younger black kid. Yeah. That was right next to the. Yeah, I don't think that kid was ready for that. wasn't expecting it. Oh, no. No, I no. thought he was going to kill him. He was shaking him around like a rag doll, like just being excited yep. and picked him up. And you could see the love and joy in both their faces, but then it like turned to agony a as Duncan fear, grabbed yeah. tighter. Yeah. And then the other kid saw his opening. The <laughs> other kid ran up to him and He's jumped like, oh, into his arms. Hugs are an option. Yeah. I, have, I have never so wanted to be a ball boy in my entire life. I would have ran up and jumped in that man's arms too. Yeah. Good Lord. You know what? Do you remember when Kramer was going to be a ball boy at the tennis? <laughs> yes. U.S. Open. That <laughs> just made me think of you actually as a 45-year-old man and, about to be 45. And Dunk can't wear a tie properly. Fucking ties <laughs> hanging all off of him. But the button's still buttoned. All he had to do was unbutton the button. And it would have been, been like, fine. fine yeah, right? it would have been normal. But do you remember the year at the Preakness when Mike Rice tried to tackle Big Sam against the fence? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah. but, then, but then Dunk, you see him wearing the suit and just under that suit. That blue armband, like when he used to play. I thought you were going to say a knife. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and you like to egg me on, and everybody likes to talk about the charm of fucking Jurgen Klopp and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Fuck you, Liverpool fans. That's real fucking charm. That's real fucking passion. That's real fucking love. And that wasn't making it about him. That's all he cared about was the fucking patch on the fucking chest. That yeah. is all... Dunk cared about. And Dunk may be coaching the team on Sunday. He may not. And all he wants to do is help make the team fucking great. That's yeah. it. That's all he cares about. Reminding those players what it is to be a fucking Evertonian. Period. End of discussion. That's right. I, it's, it's, it's impossible I to say, not feel happy about that game. I say you should have had Dunk in charge for the Derby. I would have liked that too, but you know. Dunk may have been able to come out and fucking knock one of his veneers out. Oh, that would have been so good. <laughs> that would have been really good. I mean, it's so good because like Klopp would have come up to him at the start of the game and tried to shake his hand, and Dunk would have just like gave him like the stare. <laughs> just yeah, exactly. Like, he would have headbutted him. What are we talking <laughs> about? A, the a, stare. <laughs> I've seen some of these videos. As I read was, the report. Lampard stayed in his coach's in his coach's chair almost the entire time. He wasn't barely up in his box. Why? Because he was terrified. <laughs> he was terrified <laughs> that Dunk was going to headbutt him and piss all in front of the fucking box. <laughs> Didn't Dunk? Um, as he was coming through, breaking in the first team, have a three-month jail stint for assault? Yes, he did. Yes, <laughs> is that he did. the one where he was choking a guy? Uh, no, no, that was just on How the field. That, that was okay? on the field. No, I think he's had four or five, like, convictions. <laughs> let, let us not forget, too, he also turned away armed robbers in his, own, his own house. And he didn't call the police. He yeah. called an ambulance. Yeah. Because <laughs> he took one of their weapons. I think it was like a bat or a golf club or something. And beat the shit he out of them. He took one of their weapons. One of them got away, and he kicked the shit out of the other guy so bad that that guy had to, instead of calling the police to pick up the robbers, Duncan Ferguson picked up his home phone and called an ambulance for the guy because he kicked the shit out of him that oh, much. shit. Let's get Liam Neeson to play him in a movie. <laughs> Sam. Yeah. Sammy. Do you know why we call him Jamie effing Vardy? Because he's not Duncan fucking Ferguson. Brilliant. Finishing up the league in, oh, so that happened, weekend edition. Spurs 5, Burnley 0, Newcastle 2, Southampton 1, Brighton 2, Wolverhampton 2, Sheffield 2, Norwich 1, Palace 0, Watford 0, Arsenal 3, West Ham won. Fucking um, finally. Yeah. Spurs are scoring for fun, man. And yeah. again, that nine goals in two games for fucking Burnley. Yep. 
That and both that's at bad. Turf Moor. That's to that's a concern. It's not good. It's a that's a big concern. Absolutely, it's not good at all. Um, Deli Ali scored again. Yeah, and Musa Sissoko scored again. That's Pope in the net. That's fucking Tukovsky on the pitch. Like that's not like you can point and go out. Oh, there was a major injury. Like n- no, Son with a worldie. Oh yeah, couldn't have it to a nicer guy. Yeah, I know. Look at how about that. Son, <laughs> literally breaking ankles, and then this week, figuratively breaking ankles as <laughs> yeah. he j- darts through at a bunch of people. <laughs> that was fantastic. He's never going to let that go. No. When I'm- that's a hot topic <laughs> in our uh, football club forum. Yeah, I bet. When He's I'm- a fucking cunt, and he can <laughs> suck my fucking cock. <laughs> JB's coming for you now. Hey, tell me how you really feel. What I, um, what I think is uh, Burnley... Only had one yellow card again. And nobody, especially with... He went through five Burnley players. And I looked, only one yellow card, and the one person was Matt Loughton, and he had that yellow card prior to Sun's run. So that means there was at least four other people that could have fucking kicked him (laughs) and brought him down and taken a yellow card, as you're supposed to do. Right. A professional foul. And As you're supposed to do. And they should have fucking done it. Yeah, and didn't fucking do it. And they didn't do it. Yeah. Didn't fucking do it. And you could see it again, as you said, just the the balloon pop, right? As soon as that second goal, third goal goes in, the Burnley players are just completely deflated. Sean Dyche's got to pick that dressing room up and figure it out, man, because it's it's something's going awry there as well. I, I I'm I, for me, jury's still out. I want to see how they do against a weaker side. You know, as long as they keep beating the teams they're supposed to beat, okay, you're fine. You're where you are. Now, I will say the following is what you have to be concerned of if if you're Burnley, is at some point, like, someone like Tukovsky is going to get snapped up. At some point, a goalkeeper like Nick Pope is going to get snapped up. And at some point, Barnes and Woods are going to slow down, they're going to get older, they're going to get figured out. So, for now, I think they're safe, they survive, they finish right in the middle of the pack, as you would expect them to, but... You know, that's a little concerning. Um, now that a bunch of teams seem to keep wanting to lose, right? Um, How many O's were in that one? Uh, a lot. <laughs> um, people keep wanting to lose. What about the fact that um, Tottenham can find themselves right back into the uh, Champions League discussion if they keep playing their fucking cards right? Yeah, absolutely. That's going to get real real um, congested up there in third through sixth i'd imagine the next few weeks uh as people start to pick wins up and you might get an odd draw here or there when you have all this congested fixture list uh it's i think it's going to tighten up even more than it already is and with chelsea dropping points all of a sudden um they're going to find themselves drawn back into that fifth sixth place discussion as well exactly now um uh brighton wolverhampton uh Brighton takes a 2 nothing lead. Wolves have to fucking chip away to get it back. I mean, yeah, you went to their place, and an AMX isn't always an easy place to play in, but Wolves, this is the game you got to win if you want to break Champions League. Yeah. If you want to be fifth, fourth or fifth place, that's the game you got to win. Oh, yeah. That's you, definitely the game right, you got to win. If you want to find yourselves back into that sort of realm, yeah, this is the type of thing that you have to do. That's the W. It was obviously a very busy first half, as all four goals were scored in the first half, but then after that, not a lot happened. Uh, Patricio, it seems to be a running theme for the week, gave up two near post goals. 
Yeah, but but he did really well in the the, the first week, the, yep. the first game. Just yep. not well there. It's it was odd from them. Sheffield rebound. Norwich is uh, slipping. I mean, there's really not much more to say about that. Nope. Norwich gets their win. Sheffield falls off. I mean, I mean, I mean Sheffield wins. Norwich fall off. Um, Palace and Watford. They uh, they they played a professional English Premier League match this weekend, didn't they? I, I didn't even know what happened. To be honest, um, the little bit that I watched, it was very ugly. A lot oh. of fouls. A lot of cards. Very, very ugly game. All I know is they fucked me on my bet again. Heard. Fucked you on your bet. Um, Sammy, your boys actually played well for 10 minutes. How about that? Yeah, we did. Let me ask you a question. Do we yeah. talk about Newcastle Southampton? Uh, no, we will, though. All we'll right. go ahead and talk about that. That's, just, that's a win d- streak. D- don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I've, I've missed a complete segment that we're going to go back and record Shit. in a moment, too. Oh really? I was getting excited because I saw him skip it over, and I wasn't going to say shit yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I completely skipped the uh, Leicester and the Liverpool games, so I completely skipped a segment. But we're going to get back to that in just a moment. Got it. And in so. my shot, I was just going to let it go by and not say <laughs> a fucking word. Yeah, not yep. a problem. Um, yeah, no, we we actually did play very well uh, for fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, uh, we looked like Arsenal of old. A couple of great intelligent runs, a couple of great passes. Cut inside from the right, left foot shot. Uh, it was a beautiful goal from Nicholas Pepe. Um, that was oh, dirty. that was that was one of those we always talk about it. The if you could take the ball, carry it, and like put it in the top corner, that's exactly what he did with it. Was it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. A bombing on the score sheet, and then of course who started it off was Gabriel Martinelli. Uh, and um, uh, the Martinelli one, that one you can hang on the defense. How do you let a guy be that open? Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was a great run. He found himself in space yeah. between two defenders. Yeah. But there's the thing: is what were the defenders doing um, that l- allowed him to be in that position? But he yeah. found that space, he found that gap, and he exploited it. Especially at that point, because you're up one nothing, West Ham. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, unfortunately, because of this for West Ham, they've you know, uh, we talked about earlier in the week that the w- loss to Wolves not the end of the world, right? But no, yeah, now now that loss hurts because frankly West Ham's about to be where Everton was. Yep. Absolutely. No. But you know, from us, for my boys, it was a very tepid and abject first half. And the start of the second half looked almost worse. And I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know what happened, but it clicked all of a sudden. And for fifteen minutes I had my arsenal back. Hopefully, we could take those positives, gain some confidence, and fuck win every game 5-4. Because our defense still sucks. We still oh have God, issues. Yeah. We still have fucking problems. Massive problems and glaring holes. How much but longer is it Freddie? Until we find somebody. Apparently, Max Allegri's turned us down. Wow. Yeah. The guy you wanted. I know. And as I said... Your one seed. And as I said, uh, Aubameyang has stopped... Um, Contract negotiations. Oh, whoever so, takes over your team, it's going to be a fucking project. Sorry for cutting you off there twice. Very no, good. Um, so I, uh, to be honest with you, wouldn't be surprised if we lost Aubameyang in January to make sure we have maximum value for him. Um, but and then Lacazette maybe to follow in the summer. But we're going to have to do something because it doesn't appear as though we'll be in the Champions League. Um, I think there's better teams in the Europa League than us, uh, so I don't think we're going to get in that that way. I don't think we're going to be able to catch the fourth spot, uh, fourth place team. You whoever might that not happens qualify to be, for fucking Europa in, in general, correct? So I'm I'm preparing for a world where we're going to need a bank, and that bank is going to come from the sale of probably Torreira, 
Lacazette, and Aubameyang. Right. And that's how it's going to, we're going to have to live like that. But we have some promising young players um, coming through. Eddie Nketiah on loan at Leeds is playing very well. You've got the 18-year-old center back for uh, Saint-Étienne that we bought, that we loaned immediately back, that he'll be coming in. Hopefully short up the defense a little bit, but he's young. He's going to make mistakes. New country, new language, new like everything. Like see Rob Holding come back and be healthy. <sighs> Need it. Need it badly. I wouldn't mind seeing a world where it would be uh, Holding and Chambers as your two central de- yep. defenders. I think just... we're getting closer and closer to that. Yeah. Um, as well, soon it as, as also doesn't help fit. that Bellerin gets hurt before the match and then Tyranny gets hurt yeah. as well. Like, Absolutely. Y- what you see next year would be Bellerin, Tyr- well, Bellerin could get sold also. He could also, Barcelona's interested right. as well. And then and then Holding and uh, Chambers in the middle. Uh, Newcastle, a draw and so two wins. It's a win streak. They're on a roll. Seven points from a possible uh, nine. Apparently, apparently wow. we talk a little shit. Suddenly, they start fucking rattling off two-game winning streaks like it's uh, going out of style. Yeah. Well, now I'm looking at these new cla- <coughs> new, new castle. I'm looking at these Newcastle glasses uh, that we have to do our Malort shots in, and I think that much like I do with my betting, I think that we've helped them by uh, betting for them. Why is he already pouring me a shot? <laughs> because I think we're going to go back to that segment we skipped. Because we're not going to miss it. That's why. So, um, yeah, good on you, Newcastle. I would say, though, um, as uh, Taylor has put it, um, Malord is still absolutely Mike Ashley in a bottle. <laughs> Out of order, but we're still giving it to you. The top two win convincingly. Liverpool 3, Bournemouth 0, Leicester 4. Producer Mel's Villa won. Um, eight goals this week from Liverpool, and they're coming from everybody. They're not coming from one person. No. Uh, Everywhere. This was a training game for Liverpool. Bournemouth didn't even muster a shot on target. We've There's not a lot to say. I mean, Liverpool completely dominated this fucking We match. have harped nonstop on Liverpool getting the gritty win, but saying you need some style points. You need to get a good win. Yeah. You need to start looking good. And... This week, they fucking did it. And uh, again, you know, to do it to your crosstown rival, even though we're a wounded dog, that's still big. Oh, yeah. That's big. That puts a big charge in you. Absolutely. And then you go to you go to a place like the Vitality, which is not an easy place to play, which is a place where you gave up a big lead and drew a few years ago under Klopp, so you know that building, and you whoop that fucking ass. Yeah, convincingly. You whooped it. I mean... Absolutely. Th- <clears throat> um, Bournemouth, I'm getting a little nervous for because they're doing their normal collapse, but here's the difference. They aren't scoring goals. Nope. Something's- Normally, they score goals. They always... And then and then Nathan Aki goes down in the Liverpool game, too. Yep. Does not help. Not uh, at all. Probably their best defender. But, um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Something feels a lot worse and a lot different about this Bournemouth team. This was a team you and I talked about in the summer, and I said this could be the fall. Yeah. This could legitimately be their fall. Absolutely. Um, another thing I'd worry about, too, I know we've talked about uh, before last season, especially about City potentially going unbeaten. I'm worried this feels different than City. This I... Liverpool team feels different than City. Actually, have it written here. I read your notes for yep. a change. Can this team go invincible? I know. I I read your notes for a change because 
I was. I'm impressed. Uh, well, I was Good then job. worried about the previous segment there, where we yeah, just completely I left it out. I was yeah, not I wanted to make sure we addressed this. Hey, as as someone as someone who drives the bus, you know what I did? I turned off at the wrong exit. I was just hoping he would but, forget it. But I did the loop around, came <laughs> back over, and got right back yeah, on the right path. Awesome, awesome. Sammy, you're you're my drunk Uber passenger. Daddy's got you. <laughs> I got you. Right. Don't worry about um, it. This feels different from Liverpool than it did from City. Um, I'm worried that we might not be the only Invincibles anymore. Um, I and see that's how he made it all about him. There are 32. Is I that 32 see, or 33 now games unbeaten? I see, I see a loss in their future. At the King Power on Boxing Day. They will have just played the Club World Cup. They will have just played the League Cup. They will have had the, you know, started off and just did the early December thing. The thing with December is, is that first week of December, you play seven games in 10, ga- in 10 days. Then if you're still in the League Cup, the next week you have, a, you have five days off, but then you play another three games in fucking 10 days. It's yeah. like, it just, it's this three and 10, three and 10. And then you turn around and you play Boxing Day and it's two and fucking four. Yeah, and it, it's just well, the other and then thing, I mean, and then it's right after that it's it's FA Cup and it's you play a midweek game because I mean it just it's absolute insanity. No, absolutely. But then you have saying that Liverpool's been doing that all year anyway because of the Champions League. They've been playing three games a week all year long. Yeah, their team is deep enough that they could do it, as we saw against you with all of their. <laughs> Essentially, their rotation squad, half of their squad was in, in rotation at that point, and they still put you to the sword. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Leicester while we're doing this, too, and the uh, Leicester match, because let's face it, that was masterclass from them. Um, sorry, Mel. Right. Sorry, Mel. Right. You got your ass whooped no, no, by no, no, a really no, no, good no, no. team. No, no, no. I'm recognizing they were, they were, I mean, we, yes, Leicester is phenomenal. Full disclosure, I don't know if you know this, going into picking my team. The latter half of the spring, I was Lester. I, I I was gonna come in and declare myself, you know, a Lester supporter. Yeah, hashtag, you know, I heart Vardy, blah blah blah. Right. <laughs> but then I I just I, I saw a villa and it was like, you know, love at first sight. And I, I regret nothing. I got shots alert coming to me. I'm a big girl. I can take it. But here's what I'm gonna say. Thank you, Houston. You never forget that shit. <laughs> uh, here's what I want to say. <clears throat> We've looked good against great teams. Mm-hmm. We looked, as soon as Mings went down, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Yep. It was discombobulated. What do you call it? Sixes and sevens? Yeah, I don't know. sixes and sevens. We good did job. our asses from our heads. Uh, that God Jack made a good goal at some point, but Wesley missed every opportunity given to him and cost us two goals. <laughs> Ming shouldn't have stayed on the pitch as long as he did. Yep. That cost us a goal. Wesley, I, I wouldn't be sad if he just kind of wasn't around anymore. I think he's not good in our defense. You mean uh, Well, you missed attack. your chance. You missed your chance. Did we? Yeah, you missed your chance because you just played the assassin Jamie Vardy. Probably could have used an extra couple thousand quid if you uh, put yeah. a put a price yeah. on Wesley's head. I, I'm sorry, I should have had Kitty send something up for me. But <laughs> yeah, because it was, I mean, it was bad. It was bad, and we looked good against great teams. So even though Leicester is a phenomenal team, we still were bad against them. Play well, play well against uh, Chelsea at the Bridge. 
frankly, should have beat Liverpool at their in their building. They had Liverpool on the ropes. They really did. And then it slipped away from them right at the end. But we were missing Jack that game. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, so they've played well against good teams. They have definitely played well against good teams, but Buzzsaw. Well, we were theorizing on Injury Report, like what would happen if Mings went out? Well, we found out we can't handle it if Mings isn't there to pull everybody in place. Um, What I was going to say is uh, just that with the blistering form that Jamie Vardy and Lester are in at the moment, for me, this is is probably a foregone conclusion. Yeah. 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 Um, before a ball was even oh, kicked. I knew we were going to lose. That wasn't the question. But we didn't need to look so shitty while we were doing well, it. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, it is it, is it you it look so shitty or is it that Lester's just that fucking good? Oh, no. We were, Lester's that good, but we were. Oh, they were at sixes and sevens. After yeah, Tyrone we were, Mings went out, that was the end of it. it yeah. was, it well, why Tyrone Mings was on the field hurt. Yeah. They were at sixes it and was, sevens. It was a um, mess. But ho- that fortunately, that's not how we've been playing this season. So while it was crappy, it could be worse. It could be Everton. So, oh, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not doing two we, shots of Malort this weekend. Yeah, but you're also, you act like a top eight team, but you're nowhere near. And haven't been for a while. Yeah. Um, Just saying. <laughs> two seasons ago, we were seventh. Fuck off. <laughs> Last season, we finished in eighth. Fuck off. I'm just saying. Like, so, it's kind of sad. Shut up. Do your shot in Malort while the big boys talk. Um, up the villa. So, fuck you, Vardy. So, um, Sam, looking at the Boxing Day game, here's why I think, oh, here's why I think if there's going to be a loss, Rodgers wants that game. Yeah. It's in their building. It's a Brendan Rodgers derby. And let's, and let's face it. Lester at Anfield was the better side, and that was a real fuck soft penalty that got called against him. Real fuck. I mean, again, just you know, <laughs> one one may think that VAR was invented to make sure that Liverpool won the league because I mean, it seems pretty natural that at the start of every game. I mean, if I, I'm sure at the start of your game today with West Ham, you know, VAR reviewed the call. And decided that uh, you know Liverpool was awarded a penalty. That's pretty much how it works. But what I see now, Sammy, is one thing. <laughs> I see my uh, my chicken kitty standing in front of an R two unit, doing a recording, saying, "Save us, ja- Jamie F and Vardy. You're our only hope." <laughs> It's time to tell you what little we know. It's prediction time. Pat can't even pick winners for Graham. He's trying to hand him free fucking money. Graham, Graham, who also lost twice and now is down $1,585. I took a big step back, a little bit of... um, Probably shouldn't have taken Wolves on the road. That was that was my own fault. And uh, I tell you, I really, really did think that uh, I really did think that the Spurs were going to get United. I just didn't realize United was going to wake up in the morning and go, "We're United again!" <laughs> right? Um, but um, and finally, apparently, Kitty, you made it funny. Yeah, and finally, <laughs> Kitty and Kitty split on hers, so she went one and one. She got uh, one Derby right and one Derby wrong. Um, Graham, you've reached a point now where listeners can't even pick winners for you. 
are you finally going to pick something easy? Or nope. are you going to do? No, of course not. <laughs> well, technically it's easy. But we all know what happens. <laughs> so what do we got? All right. So, uh, by the way, I just fed the Sports Direct Cup of Losers. And mine this week said, Brad let me down again. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Mine's, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Mine says two losers was on a roll and no more. <laughs> All right. So this week, I'm doing a five part parlay. You're a fucking lunatic. Listen to it. This should be the easiest five part parlay ever. Ready? I, I wish, I honestly, we're a little behind the scenes, we're going to soon have Pat call in for his pick of the week. And I wish Pat was on the phone right now to just start laughing at you aloud. Listen to it. I'm going to listen to you it. You ready? Liverpool to win, Tottenham to win, Chelsea to win, Leicester to win, and Vardy to score. Do it again. <laughs> Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea, and Leicester to all win. Okay. I mean, Who do and, they all play? And Vardy, all seem obvious. and Vardy to score. So Vardy should score. Right. All very obvious yeah. go-tos. <laughs> but so now... and every everyone was a favorite except Tottenham had a plus one twenty. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what this But they gave you? me they gave me on There's those be some huge upsets next Lester weekend. plays yeah. Norwich. That should be a win. Upset. Exactly. Um, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Chelsea. I can't see who Chelsea play. Chelsea played Bournemouth. Yeah, that should be a win. Upset. Um, Liverpool. I'm trying to look through. Liverpool's got Watford. Okay, that's definitely Upset. a win. Right. And then Vardy to score, right? And Vardy to score, yeah. And Chelsea to win. Vardy breaks his ankle in the first And Chelsea, Chelsea's got Bournemouth. Liverpool have Watford. Leicester have Norwich. And uh, Tottenham have Wolves. Ooh. I think that's your loser. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they're scoring goals for fun under Jose, and the happiest man in the Premier League is going to bag a hat trick. At, but I didn't put that in. At Spurs or? It's at uh, Wolves. At Wolves? I think they'll be fine. I think you see a draw. Nope. I think you see a draw, and nope. I think that is your fatal flaw. So How much does that win you? 430. <laughs> Four All of that for a measly 430. The top teams. Yeah. All of that for a measly 430. Well, our uh, our boys in the hole because he was trying to look out for you. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend Pat's pick of the week. I don't need your fucking charity either. All right, so uh, Pat is going. <laughs> Pat is going back to um, going back to kind of picking the primetime game, which is uh, West Ham and uh, Southampton. Even though I like oh. I like how he titled Ugh. his email West Ham Northam. <laughs> <Like, laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, and, what a uh, terrible primetime game, though. Yeah. So uh, last week didn't work out very well. Now that I'm in the hole, it's time to dig out. So Saturday, we've got Southampton hosting West Ham. I'm hoping for a draw this week for uh, plus 270 to get me back in the black. And I will see you guys on Sunday where I'll make a live bet on the Arsenal Manchester City game. Oh, good. We are going to have to easy hand money that, city to win. <laughs> we're going to have to hand that gentleman a microphone and let him talk to the people. Even though I don't know of uh, his degenerate lifestyle, if he wants to go out there and let everybody uh, know his business, but uh, everybody can meet degenerate <laughs> gambling well, well, Pat from Pat, giving people advice, you know, on the uh, QT. 
All right. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. So myself, I got a bit too chesty. And uh, this weekend reminded me that I'm still in the hole. And I need to deal with just like, you know, getting out of the hole first and foremost. Insert all sexual jokes that I could possibly make right now. I'm now back to being down 481. So for this... Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Which now, 20% of the time, works 100% <laughs> We're of the back time. back down to 20%. Yeah. yeah, you know. Hey, I'm willing to admit it. You know, hey, I've done better than one $15 win, fucker. Listen, I won real cash when I went to England in <laughs> September, okay? Thanks. Yeah, uh, okay, you and I are going to go to England, and we're going to make a gentleman's bet about how I'm going to make more money than you are when we'll we're see fucking what at the betting parlors. Carly, I'm going to send you guys with uh, prepaid Visa debit cards, <laughs> yeah. and we're locking off your Oh, because we're so going to be like, I'm going to be like, Jamie Vardy scores in the 86th minute, motherfucker, for like... <laughs> 200 for five, quid, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, I'm totally going to be doing that shit. <laughs> uh, you got to watch out. I was because we're going to be drinking for breakfast every day, so... Um, <laughs> and like I said, my system still better than Graham's system. So, um, I'm actually going to take two bets this week, two single hundred dollar bets. Uh, the first one I am taking, uh, Mo Salah to score at any time against Watford. If you please. And, uh, <laughs> that is at, uh, minus 127. So you risk 127 to win a hundred. Yep. But I know I'm going to win a hundred. He's going to play. He's going to score. All right. And then I am also taking... Raheem Sterling to score at any time against your team. You know VAR loves chalking off goals for him. So I'm going to be in the brewery yelling and screaming actively for Sterling to score just to fuck with you. That right there is worth the price of admission, folks. (laughs) Which is free. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good segment. That's a great segment. But we want to give you more. We give you a chicken. Right now, you all should be uh, dancing in your cars like Sam Houston over here to my right. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh my God, he's got two of them now. I have a feeling that's going to be a thing. So Graham, yeah, Kitty was in good spirits when I went up for our regular visit. However, I noticed empty bottles of Cheetos and a bunch of crushed up Red Bull cans around the coop. Did someone come visit? <laughs> I mean, we were out of town for the repeal day ball, so we weren't here. But uh, I asked Kitty, and she just cut me off, informed me that her boo was in town. And she had chosen that she's going to have Luster beating Norwich City. And that's all there was to it. And then flew right back into the coop. Her boo. Her boo. Aren't chickens flightless birds? They oh, no. fly a little. Oh, no. Kitty flies around. She flies around <laughs> a lot. Sammy, she's burying the lead. Her boo. They're is, out in the open now. Is Kitty the side piece to Jamie <laughs> effing Vardy? <laughs> Sounds like it. Fuck Sounds it. like maybe she's too chesty for him, and he uh, he oh, likes I, it. Uh, she's, she's a big girl, and she got a big chest. Let's say that. <laughs> On that note, folks, I just want to remind you to always gamble illegally and responsibly. Legally. You're such an ass, Graham. Yeah, I do think think our producers did tell everybody to gamble Gamble illegally. illegally. Did I say illegally? It sounded like it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> I, I, like, well, okay. I think I think he went, you know ah, Sam, right Sam, before it. Sam, Sam, it's the Malort talking. It's Don't worry about it. It's definitely the fucking Malort. And the fact that Jamie fucking Vardy and my chicken are hanging out while I'm in, out of town. Like, I have mixed feelings on this shit. You know what? The coop wasn't busted up, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. There wasn't any like head dents into my house where like Vardy would just walk up and headbutt. So I don't know, but Gertrude was in the corner rocking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Bit butt for Gertie, huh? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so I was uh, working on Tuesday. What? Yep. How did we do? We won. Uh, played a pretty good game, actually. Went down early um, and then... We kind of barnstormed back. It was it's a great. team we it's a team we lost to last season, so that's nice. Yeah, so we went down. Um, we got uh, we came back even, traded goals back and forth, um, and then pulled away at the end. Nice, very it good. Was good. Um, had a couple of red cards. Uh, yeah, actually, one on them, one on us. Yeah, it was strange. Um, I don't speak fluent Spanish, so I don't know what the one guy said, but his was a straight red for dissent. Uh, and then one of our guys, uh, Max. Uh, got a red off the ensuing kickoff um, for a tackle that I don't think was a red either. Right. So it was strange. Both of them probably could have been handled with yellow cards. Right. But I think he was trying to shit already sent him off, so I need to do something and uh, and send off Max as well. So, But it was a good win. Um, we we played very well. We played together. We stayed on. Some of the football was decent. It was it was a good game. Setting him forth, playing, playing um, a team that's just behind us in the table. So... Want to hold on to a playoff. We got to get the win this Tuesday. That's right. So uh, that about wraps it up. I know we went a little long, but let's face it, kids, we got fucking 20 games in in, what, an hour, 15 minutes? So. Are you kidding? I had the uh, the under of uh, 120, so I'm winning money on this bet. There we go. Heard. There you go, Pat girl. Took some side action. <laughs> got it. So, um, Sammy, any parting words? Yeah. Um there's been an arrest Fuck, made. There goes my bed. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. You don't normally know. That's you know. There's been Sam's an arrest. Parting words. There's been an arrest made, and rightfully so, for the fucking cocksucker that was on television being racist at the Manchester Derby. Yeah, because apparently jumping up and down like an ape is perfectly okay in his eyes. Right. Was that Mr. Hands in his pocket? I think so. Yeah, we had the vest said. on with he the said red his jumper. Excuse was. Oh, I just had my hands in my pocket and I was jumping around. No. Uh, and he's been arrested. He could be seen yelling things um, uh, as well. And uh, what's surprising to me is there's a steward right in front of him, and it didn't look like he said anything to him uh, or or tried to stop him in any way, which is concerning. Um, but, yeah, so he's been arrested, rightly so, good. Um, hopefully he can uh, find himself while he's locked away uh, in jail. Well, and he can now uh, spend the money on TV packages because you're not going to be at any games anymore. Ever. He'll That's get it. A, he'll get it's a lifetime ban. Yep. Uh, so I hope it was worth it, you cunt. Well, as you always like to say, Sam, every single time you see one of these incidents, you're going to fucking point it out. You're going to fucking say something about it. And, you know, it's... Uh, Don't not punch a Nazi when you guys go to a game. I'm trying not to, but can't promise anything. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of hard. Yeah, if somebody does something really fucking stupid, yep. I'll I'll grab a hold of him. But if that somebody makes a reference to anyone that is black, considering your wife is black, I'm gonna I'm just gonna try to hold you back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, it's gonna. That's not gonna work. I'll have bail money. Very good. Be ready yeah. to Western Union us another prepaid legal card <laughs> so we can get Sam out yeah, of jail. Right. That's all I need to do is be fucking locked up. Oh my god. Locked no. up abroad. That'd be terrible. 
All right, everybody. So uh, next up is uh, injury time. Injury time is pretty simple. We just uh, preview the weekend's games, and that is exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. Sammy, tell the people how they can uh, check out our Patreon. Sure. Uh, it is www.patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. Uh, backslash do you football show and uh, also we get a little loose too normally because uh, the liquor is settled in and we're a little yeah. uh, we're a little stupid for that uh, half hour absolutely so just it's an a extra... lot more free form than this is <clears throat> yeah so just an extra half hour a show and uh, it's a lot of fun to do hope you like it uh, more importantly I hope to see a bunch of you on Sunday for the live show at Monument <laughs> Brewing it's gonna be a ton of fun and we're gonna just we're gonna have a great time, and we're looking forward to seeing everybody meeting a bunch of new faces and uh, spreading the word about the uh, people show. So absolutely. Till next week, everybody. Good night, and don't be a cunt. I uh, agree with uh, Melissa looking at the uh, Chelsea uh, Villa match. Agree, agree, agree with uh, Melissa.